Are you the kind of gal who isn't interested in how things used to be in the hair industry, who wants to hear from ladies who are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. Today we're going to be doing a deep dive into the dark side of the hair industry. And so I know that there's a lot of us that have worked in salons and dealt with mean girls or dealt with, you know, toxic cultures and things like that. And so today I want to create some space and to speak on some of that because I know that there are people right now that are struggling. I know there are people that have gotten out of those situations, but it's really important to me that people know that they're not alone and that... If you are in a situation like that, that you can get out. And I want my show to be very much real, but also uplifting. And so I haven't really touched very much on some of the things that have happened over the years that you weren't, you know, that aren't as shiny. So today I'm going to share those things in an effort to help people that are in transitional places or in a salon that is no longer serving them or dealing with uh, people in those settings that are not kind. And I think that, you know, Jamie Dana spoke a little bit about it in her episode about how she had been in a salon where, you know, you know, she's kind of the only guest I've had that's really spoken about, you know, toxic salon cultures. And I think that it's something that kind of goes under the radar. And I think that a lot of us get out of those kinds of situations, but then we like kind of block it out, push it away and go, okay, cool. That happened. And it shaped me, but I want to touch on it today because in the event that you're still in that situation or you're on your way out and you're feeling alone, I want you to know that I think most people have in some capacity dealt with it. And so I know there's people that have dealt with, um, you know, Kara Richard talked about, you know, being kind of um, having a coworker that was disrespectful, like sexual harassment, things like that. But for me, I've never dealt with that other than clients that are like, you have my wife's eyes. And it's like, well, this is weird. But as far as like salons go, I feel like some of the bigger salons, it can be like, one of the major things is like you drink the Kool-Aid hard and there's like this inner circle of people. And if you aren't a part of that circle, it's like, to me, there's like a, a kind of like a insecurity that a lot of those people in that circle have. And so it's like, they kind of, you know, in my experience, there's been a lot of times where people are one-on-one really great, but when they're in a group setting, it's like they even give their groups like titles sometimes, or they're like, we're the blah, blah, blahs. And it's like confident people don't do that. And I, I say that a lot now in my life is, you know, the way someone shows up for you, like healthy people don't show up for other people that are struggling like that. And so I think that just being able to name it and say confident people don't do the mean girl group stuff. And I think that, you know, in my career, you know, I've definitely experienced it and it's been, you know, different things along the way, but there was a group at one of the salons that I worked at where I was managing and I was a young person that got put in this role and I gotten the role as a kind of more of a manager was, was all because I wanted the place I work to be better. And I wanted it to be the kind of environment that people loved being in. And I saw how it could change, but just to give you an example, 
there was a particular day where I was like, I'm going to do this event and I'd partner with a bar studio and I was like, okay, I was just really trying. And that's when it's like, oh God, poor, poor Gail. But I was like, okay, I'm going to do this event. Like whoever wants to come to this meeting and being young, I was like, you don't have to come. It's, you know, only be a part if you want to. And stylists came, but I felt like people were like, kind of not super respectful. And I think like going back to saying like, I don't know if they're mean to me. It's like, if you're not sure if they're being disrespectful to you, chances are they're not being nice, you know? And so there were people that were like, well, I would need to know more about it to be a part of it. And another person was on their phone the whole time and they didn't even have to be there, but they came to just show me their lack of interest, which is awesome. But you know, things like that where you're in these settings where like people are in a group or, you know, there's people that would sometimes, you know, like when you're working at a location, if there's more than one would, you know, as an assistant, they'd sometimes be like, Hey, how are you? And give you a hug. And other times like be like, Oh, hi. And I'm not saying like, okay, that's like, Oh, Lindsay, get a life. That's not that big of a deal. But I think it's just the salon culture and the egos and, you know, back to going like, do confident people really treat people like that? Do people that are, do happy people treat people like that? And kind of keeping it in mind that you're, you're, you almost need to like block those people out and choose to show up in, in your career the way that you want to. And I think that, you know, the truth and the good always rises. And I, I feel like over the years there was, (laughs) there was a time where, you know, even when I go to leave my second salon to open my own studio, it's one of those things where you wish that people could see that you're doing what you're doing, what they did to open their business. And so as long as you leave respectfully, and in my opinion, that means being as honest as you can, but also not opening across the street or taking their whole team. You know, like when I left to open my business, it was like I left and the clients that I brought with me came with me. So as far as like, you know, leaving salons, it's kind of one of those things where you wish people would be happy for you because you did what they're doing. And a lot of people that do that even take people, which I didn't even do. So I think that it's just hard because there's a lot of like double standards. And I think that at the end of the day, you want to just behave in such a way that when you see people out that you can hold your head high and be proud of the way that you have handled yourself. And that goes for your career, your relationships, anything. And I think sometimes I'm like, oh God, I'll go and I'll never come back and no one will ever see me. And I've learned as I've gotten more comfortable in my skin on top of handling myself in a way that I'm proud of, like there are a lot of people in my career that, you know, in the span of my career that if I had to see, I could hold my head high and I would not break eye contact. And I don't know that they could say the same. And I think that, you know, my previous partner and I were on our way to an event and I was like, God, it was around the time we had opened our first studio. And I God, I feel so great about how I've handled myself. And I feel so great about how I've left things and been someone that I feel you'd be proud to having have worked for you because of how I conduct myself and the professionalism that I've, you know, feel like I've exuded everywhere I've been. 
And it was funny. My previous partner said, yeah, but do you think so-and-so is going to be there? And I almost ran into this man walking with his small dog and she was like, Jesus, there's a dog there. And I thought, wow, it is crazy how there are people that we have come in contact with in our careers that like we forget who we are and we're like, you don't think she's going to be there, do you? Like I can't. And now I don't feel that way, but it's like, wow, like it's kind of, I think you have to get out of the vortex that is that, that, that culture and that salon. And then if you can like zoom out and get far enough away from it, you realize like it's not that big of a deal and that it does, it does matter how you treat people, but but at the end of the day, you don't have to wake up and be that person, that you get to wake up and be you. And, you know, I think at the end of the day, you know, anytime someone hasn't done me a favor, it's allowed me to push further and push onward and to be in a position where I did things that had I been in a comfortable situation, had I been in a salon, like had I been not have faced any resistance in those salons, any resistance that I wouldn't have maybe pressed on and pushed and like kind of, kind of worn the sharp parts of me down to be able to take that next step. And each step is how I've gotten to the next one. So I think that, what is that saying that says clear waters don't make for an exceptional sailor? So like you hit a lot of waves and like that's how you learn. And I I'm grateful for every experience I've had. I'm grateful for being a salon manager at like 23 that made me want to quit a location because I was so busy behind the chair and felt like I felt like you know people weren't that nice to me and I feel like I I didn't leave cuz people weren't nice to me. I left because like sometimes you do have to say it's not worth it. Like sometimes that the, the cost, the ROI isn't there. And then you need to know yourself well enough and you need to have enough confidence in your ability and your, and enough love for yourself to say, I can be here while this group calls themselves the extreme team and makes me feel left out. And that's not why I left. Don't any of you gals get satisfaction out of this. It's a contributing factor of like why I didn't want to be in that position anymore because I'm like, this is pathetic. Like, like it's like a bunch of high school girls that like have to like re kind of convene so they can feel good. Like I already did high school. I don't need to go back to it. And so for me, it was like, okay, cool. I don't want to do this role anymore because it's sucking me dry. Like I don't want to step down from this role and just be a stylist here because now my view on all these people is different. I view, and not everyone, there's wonderful people at the salons I've worked at, but there are people that I'm like, I can't go back to seeing you in that different light because like, I, I just can't. Like, I see you differently now because I see another side of you. And there's something that I've noticed in my 32 years on this planet is there are people in one-on-one capacity that you can so very much enjoy and you're like, God, we're like the same person. And then you see them in a group and you're like, where in the fuck did you go? Like, where'd you go? Because now you're like a part of this big, massive, mean girl thing. And I want out. I don't want to be a part of it. And 
I think that maybe, again, back to going, where is this, where are the things that have been hard? Where do they actually help me? And now I can spot that and I don't cultivate friendships or take it to the next step with a friend or someone like that when I feel like there's a mean girl vibe happening. Because I just, I need to have people in my life that have a strong enough sense of self to stay who they are no matter who is around. And I think that I've done a pretty good job of that, but I also know that like I'm human and you know, you people show you what you, they want to see, but I think that my intuition and my ability to connect to that and go, "Oh, that's what that is." But I just think life is too short to work somewhere where you feel small on a daily and I think that I can look back at every time I did with complete appreciation for who I am today because of it. And I think that like there's a lot to be said for like things that have happened, but at the same time, it doesn't really matter what happens to you. It's how you frame it. And if you're in a situation or you're getting out of a situation that was not healthy for you, there's a way to put it out there that it it happened for you. And I'm not saying everything happens for a reason and you deserve to have that horrible thing happen. But I believe what Rachel Hollis believes, which is there is a way for you to find meaning in it. And there's a way for you to show up in the world in a better way, in a more confident way, in a way that honors you because you know what it feels like and what it looks like not to. And I think that that is, at the end of the day, if you can take from all of your experiences something that you've learned, whether it be what you want to do or what you don't want to do, and and demand from yourself, because a lot of times I think those situations where you're dealing with someone like that, like it tends to be that bullies... I am going to use the B word here, guys. I know that it's one of those things where people say, oh, God, everyone's so dramatic now. It's bullying. Yeah, well, some people get bullied, okay? And I think that I've found in my experience that bullies in general, the minute that you say, mm-mm, they kind of just simmer into the ground. I don't know what it's about. I don't. But I have very few exceptions to the rule where when you're like, Please don't do that. That person like gets a quivery lip. And I, I, I really don't know what that's about other than they're just used to people just going along with it. And when someone just kindly, clearly, and confidently says, not anymore, Sheila, I've had enough. They don't know what to do. But also, I think, you know, like when I had Alex Brown on my show, I think it's an example of how we both worked at these really big salons and you drink the Kool-Aid and you almost don't think that there's a world outside of that place. And we were both in an event that when we both worked at big salons and we were like, we both said, like, we looked around like, how sad for all these people. They don't work where I work. And I think it just goes to show you that you get so stuck in a vortex that is an environment that you've, you've become accustomed to or 
you are in, you're so in it that you can't see that there's a light at the end of the tunnel or like maybe you don't go to the end of the tunnel. Maybe you take one of those exits, you look for an exit sign and you get out of the tunnel. Like there's no glory in staying in a situation that does not serve you. And I'm not saying that there aren't going to be some sour apples. I mean, we've all worked places where you look at someone and you're like, oh, by that person's demeanor today, I know if I'm going to say hello or not. I'm not saying that you need to be like, I can't do this. I'm just saying like, know your, know the value that you bring and know that you are worth something and that it, it matters how you feel every day. And I can remember every time I've quit a salon that I have these butterflies in my stomach and I'm like, oh, I feel terrible. But, but every time I've done it, I've said to myself, the day that I get up to do it, I say, this is going to feel bad, but so this is the last day you're going to feel like this. Not ever in your life because you're going to hit hard stuff, but it's the last day in a long time that you're going to feel this unsettled. And I think there's, a, there's one other thing I'd like to say is that in all my situations that I've been in, I do think that had I known myself better, I could have shown up for myself better. And it's like, when you know more, you, when you know better, you do better. And I would say that when it comes to, you know, toxic salon environments, like when you know yourself, that you know what your value is and you know what you deserve to be treated like, um, there is no putting that genie back in the bottle. And I feel like it can kind of untether you from feeling so tied to a place because you can evolve and move and shift and have a life that feels amazing. And I think that a lot of the struggle is what what ends up being what you appreciate the most. I'm not saying sit in that struggly spot forever, stay in that place that doesn't feel good, but have the ability to like look at what's transpired and have appreciation for it because you wouldn't show up as you do today. The person that's been treated poorly shows up as a manager, shows up for as an owner, shows up as a coworker, shows up at a care class, shows up so differently because of the experiences they've had. And that's a gift. And I look back on all the experiences I've had and I look back on every flounder, flumber, whatever, everything that's ever kind of gone in a different direction than I thought. And I have just appreciation for it because of what I allowed it to teach me. And so I hope that you got something from this and that you um, honor the part of the journey that you're on and don't, don't let that situation you're in make you feel like that's just all there is because it's such a minute part of your story and a minute part of your life. It just feels really big right now because it's, you're in it and you don't have the perspective to zoom out. And once you do, you'll be able to appreciate it more. Have a great day. (laughs) 